Well, hello. Hello, and hello. welcome to Woman Minded Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Today, why <laughs> Kenya Whitehurst is on the other side of the recording. Yes. And I am interviewing her. Yes, you are. So let's just get right into it. And my first question is, tell us a little bit about why Kenya Whitehurst. Why Kenya Whitehurst? I am a mom. I am a grandma. I am a, um, I am a sister to my women-minded sisters. I'm an only child. Um, I'm married. Uh, as a matter of fact, it'll be 10 years on the 27th to the love of my life and um i am currently uh um in grad school two semesters away from having my master's in management and leadership okay and um yeah i'm an author and a friend to many okay and you just mentioned at the end of that that you were an author yeah so tell us a little bit about your book which is entitled Things Collected Along the Way. Okay, so Things Collected Along the Way is just what it says. It's, 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 a, it's life lessons. It's life stumbles. It's, it's lessons that I've learned along the way. And um, how did I come up with that is, is with the help of Kimberly, of course. Um, just thinking of a title for the story and and each day I went to work, I would send out emails just to make people's day a little bit brighter because mm-hmm. you never know what people are encountering. Right. So I made it my business to make their day a little bit happier. And because they were from my perspective, from things that were happening to me, mm-hmm. um, I called it my things that I collected along the way. Right. That's a great title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. And um, so what are some of your favorite quotes in the book i know you probably have a lot um 365 whole days a whole (laughs) year but tell me about i like two of your favorites okay one of my favorites is on february the 15th and it says surround yourself with people that are a little more knowledgeable than you if you're on if you're the only um if you're only around people that are that you're smarter than what are you learning? They're not pouring into you in essence. So if you're the smartest kid on the block, who are you learning from? Right. And I just believe that without without us being challenged by other people, we don't grow and we don't learn. That's true. So that that's just true. putting it in a nutshell right there. But that's right. February 15th. And my second favorite uh, quote is on May 9th. Even though the life, even though your life may not have been as welcoming and as pleasant and it could, as it could have been, you are still destined for a masterful plan. Yes. Which means no matter how you started, it's your finish that matters. Mm-hmm. In essence, to make That's that true. long story short, because <laughs> most true. of us have been through a thing or two. Mm-hmm. Lord knows I have. Yep. And if I if my 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 future was judged by my current situation at the time, I don't think I would be here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was thinking that you know a lot of times people think that 
uh, when I think about your book, I think about a lot of people think that things that they're going through, you know, nobody else has gone through and, you know, um, but everybody has gone through something (laughs) and the words in your, in your book, you know, is inspiring for anybody going through anything or even somebody that's not going through anything. You just, you know, it's a piece of, a piece of good word every day. Yes. And it can be thought provoking. Like yep. you say, even if you're not going through that, it's something to make you say, hmm, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, that makes sense. You know, it doesn't always have to have to be like a, a bad day yep. to brighten your day. Yep. It could be something that you forgot about. Yep. And then that, that word, you come across that word for the day and you be like, hmm, yep. I can use that over there. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. if it's not a word for you, you'd be like, okay, I, you know, I really that didn't resonate with you. Yeah. It may be for somebody else. You may give That's that word right. to somebody else. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And how long did it take you to write the book? It took approximately two years. Okay. When I started out, it's, like I said before, it started out as encouragement for other people. Mm-hmm. So I only did that on the days that I worked. So Monday through Friday. Okay. Excluding the days that I was out, like for sickness or holidays, mm-hmm. um, vacation days. So after I compiled everything that I had sent out, I had to fill in the blanks on okay. the days that I wasn't there. So that took about a year. Okay. So two years. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not a quick, it's not a quick process to say the least. Were there any other so, Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Even after you compile all that together, you have to have a have an editor to go back and make sure you know that your teeth yeah. are crossed and your eyes are dotted and stuff like that. It's a it's a process. Yep. Um, what were some of the ob- obstacles that you may have run into while you were writing the book? It could be anything from, you know, finding a publisher to. You know, the days where you didn't feel like writing, you know, how you motivated yourself mm-hmm. and you know the circle of friends or whatever that you had yeah. to support it. Absolutely. So I, I had two two key people in my life, um, and I still do at that time to push me and motivate me because there are times you don't want to work. There are times you want to do something else. And just having that person to nudge you and be like, uh, are you right? Are you how far are you on the book? How's the book going? Just having somebody to bring that to your attention, right? Be like, oh, I need to write in the book today. I haven't <laughs> did it in like a week, <laughs> and I had that person in you, and um, just the subtle nudges. Um, how's the book going? Because you may not even be thinking about the book or whatever it is you're setting out to do. Right, that might not be on your focus or on your radar in the moment. But to have somebody bring it to your attention reminds you, oh, I need to get back to that. Right. Because left to our own accord, we'll leave things by the wayside. I know I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, and, unfinished and also, projects. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I have I remember a few myself. My husband told me, he gave me the best advice, one of the best pieces of advice in my life. When I wanted to go back to school and I didn't know if I could go. And I told my husband, I said, baby, I really want to go back to school. I mean, I had this yearning, burning sensation within me mm-hmm. to go back to school. And he said, baby, you should go. But you need to finish something. 
<laughs> and I was like, and, and that really resonated in my heart because mm-hmm. I know that I, I start stuff and I, well, I did start and stop things. And he was like, you need to, just somebody else noticing right. what I already knew and brought it to my attention made me get myself together. Right. And I remember you telling me that he told you that. And uh-huh. I think about it when I don't finish <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when I don't finish a project or something that I was working on, I was like, "You need to finish something." And I think about yeah. him telling you that. Yes, because you want to do some of everything, but it, but if you have a lot of projects and nothing's completed, what have you? What have you actually accomplished? And nothing. Nothing. <laughs> a bunch of starts. Just busy work. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yes, yes. I think mm-hmm. about that now when I'm trying to do something. Mm-hmm. I think I hear his words, and they were just as sweet and gentle. Right. And he was like, "Baby, you just gotta finish something." <laughs> and <laughs> now mean, you don't okay. finish a whole lot of things, girl. Yes, <laughs> yes. But without without someone that that can encourage you and love, you mm-hmm. know, you, you you may not live to your you you may not. Um, grow to your full potential. That's true, and, and, and I think that's why I think that's why. And I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I think that's why God put people in our lives mm-hmm. to help us get to the to help us to live that life that He's destined us to live. Yeah, that is so true, and mm-hmm. that brings me to this when you talked about. Uh, you know, people encouraging encouraging you in your life, and mm-hmm. and God bringing people into your life. That brings me to the dynamic group that we have here, woman minded, because <laughs> that's oh, what we are. Isn't it dynamic? Are, internally and externally. So I want to yeah. ask you, how was woman minded born? Um, it was born out of an office <laughs> that you and I worked at um, some years back. And I, I always wanted a, a place where I can go, a safe place where I could go and share my ideas, share my dreams, share my hurts, my sorrows, how I was feeling as a woman. Mm-hmm. I wanted a place like that. And we've even together, we've even been part of groups mm-hmm. that was supposed to do what we do now, mm-hmm. but it always ended up falling by the wayside. Right. And I remember coming to you and, and talking to you, Kim, we, we gotta find this place. And I remember your exact words were, why don't you create it? And I was looking like with that blank stare on my face <laughs> that you say I have sometimes. I was looking like uh but that was the best that was another piece of that was another um, piece of great advice that you've given me because whenever I bring something to you, you always help me see the answer just by talking it through and you were you were the first person you and I were the first two people yeah it's true yeah of like-minded individuals just sharing in each other's lives and and, and literally loving on one another whether she's happy, whether she's sad, whether she's going through, because Lord knows I've been through, you've been through, we've mm-hmm. all been through mm-hmm. something. It, it may not be the same thing, but we've all been through something. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to connect with one another. And, sh- and, and maybe each and every person is not connected the same way, but there is an outlet for each person. 
And I think we need to have more women minders <laughs> in our world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our world. You don't have enough loyalty. You don't have enough loyalty amongst women and not just women, among amongst African American women. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why it seems like to me, um, we don't think it's whatever we do is not going to be enough for everybody else and we have to get out of that mindset right we have to in order for us to to be able to live a fruitful and prosperous life we have to reach back and help other people because life is about helping one another and for those that say i don't need no one that's the biggest lie you can ever tell (laughs) because if that was the case it would just be you. And that's you know, true. There will be no sisters, no mothers, no brothers. And that's not what God intended for us. We have to have enough compassion for one another to care if our sister is broken. To care if she's hungry. We have to have compassion. Yeah, and, and more, you know, uh, you know, African-American women and women in general, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only speak to my own, you know, But um, just lifting each other up without jealousy and envy and, you know, backstabbing and all that Mm -hmm. foolishness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of our rules in the group. I mean, in our foundation, we cannot, that is something we do not tolerate. There's there's no wiggle room there. None. Absolutely (laughs) none. Because it's a safe one. Yep. So if we're running our mouths about about one another, how is that safe? True. And we have to be, we have to put on display what we say. Yeah, our mission is to cultivate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because we can say what we want to say all day long, but what are you doing? What yeah. actions are you putting behind what you're saying? That is so true. And my last question was, and I think we've already covered it, but we can continue anyway. But my last question was, <laughs> um, maybe you can still add to it, was what sets what sets woman-minded apart from other women's groups out here? Not to compare to, you know, some other group that I can't think of, any other group, but just what, you know, sets us apart from other groups and I don't know what you know what what goes on in other women's groups because I've never been a part of a you know right. a woman's group you know for a long period of time mm-hmm. but you know the part where we just discussed about you know helping each other and supporting each other not you mm-hmm. know backstabbing and talking and you know mm-hmm. worry about what who got what and how much money and none of that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. all of that stuff is out the door but um right. do you have anything to add to that I do um, first of all, for women, for you to be a part of Women Minded, first of all, you have to be invited by a member. So it's not like you say, um, I want to be a part of your group, and it happens. It doesn't happen that way. You have to be invited by, by someone that's already a member. And, and what that does, it tells the member, it lets the member know if you're a good fit already, because she's going to know. She right. know what our mission and our vision is. Right. And if you're outside of that mission and that vision, she's going to know it. Yeah. She's, she's going to know it. And even after you're invited, you still have to interview. 
Mm-hmm. You still have to interview with two people, two other directors. And, and they have the final say of, of, is this person a good fit for us? Right. Because you already know if that person loves to talk about people. Right. Because if they talk about one person, they're going to talk about other people. Mm-hmm. Right. So you already know that because it's someone that you know. Right. And that so you had it to, it's somebody that we already know, whoever's inviting the person in, they already know the person's character, their personality, Absolutely. all of that. And, and granted, we don't always, sometimes, you know, you get a, you might get a few wounds. Thank God we haven't had that to happen to us. Right. We've had people that, um, that has come and left in and out of season. And as we always say, the, the ones that are supposed to be here right now in this season, they're mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. They're here. And it's we're going on nine years. I think this is the ninth year, if I'm not mistaken. So we're going on nine years now. That is Yay. That's an accomplishment by itself. Yes, that is phenomenal. And we're growing. And we we're making a difference in our community. It's not all about what we can do. Uh, yes, it, it 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 is about what we can do for one another. But more importantly, is what can we do in our community? Yeah. What can we do to help other people? Yeah. Because it has to be something bigger than who we are and what we are. You know, what do you do for people that can't do nothing? in return for you right you know and to go into it with with a with a joyful heart and spirit and i i put god at the head of everything for me that's the most pivotal pivotal thing for us we pray together and that's the most important thing above all else great um i was trying to think of your quote that i said was your motto um i think um, do it afraid what was be, it again? be afraid be afraid and do it anyway be afraid and do it anyway yep. so i was gonna ask you for your your best piece of advice and i'm telling you that that's your best <laughs> <laughs> but thank you kim do you have so, anything else that's the best piece of advice? Because I say that's no, it. no, no, that's it. And I've been saying that a lot for the last six months because most the most of the things I've done, I've been afraid and, and and terrified. But but I still do it because if I don't do it, I'll never know. Right. And 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 if it's in my spirit, I didn't because I'm afraid. I know I didn't put it there. Right? Yep. So if it's in my spirit, I'm afraid. I know God put that there. It's up to me to act on it. Yeah. And it's okay to be afraid because God gave us that 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 emotion. It's for protection. It's not to keep us, to hinder us from doing his will for our lives. It's to caution us. But sometimes we can let that fear keep us stuck right. in situations in places we have no business because anything that's unfamiliar is scary right it's scary you think about the first time you went to school 
you were afraid. The first job you ever had <laughs> it was scary because you didn't know the people. Right. So whatever you do for yourself and whatever you do for the for your community and your world and your family, it, it can be intimidating. Especially if there's no one in your circle doing it. If there's someone in your circle doing it, you can at least go to them and right. say, what did you do when this happened? But when you don't have that, you just have all these <laughs> visions for yourself. And you just step out and you do a little, little, little of this and a little of that. Before you know it, you look back and you done all the stuff that you were terrified to do, <laughs> but you did it. You did it anyway. There, there's things I'm still afraid to do, Is but it? I, I have to, you know, work through those and, right. and do it anyway. That is so you so be true. afraid, but you do it. That is a great piece of advice. I need to take myself. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's advice to myself because I don't think that that will ever go away, especially um, when you put yourself out there like that. Right. And, and one thing to remember about being afraid and doing it anyway: if you're afraid of what people are gonna say, guess what? They're gonna say it anyway. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid, <clears throat> if you're afraid about people leaving you. Because you want to take a chance on you, let them go. Yep. Because those that those the people that were meant to be with you, they can't leave you. Yep. Only the ones that were there for a short time; those are the only ones that can leave. And you remember that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Seasons change, and so do people. Yep. And I guess my motto for the second half of my life is. Mm-hmm. Protect your peace <laughs> at oh, all yeah. costs. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Protect your peace, <laughs> honey. If you ain't at peace, you ain't you is lunatic too. <laughs> I tell you, chaos will drive you crazy. It sure will. It sure chaos will. And Lord knows, I, I know what being not at peace means. I know how it feels. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost it's it's almost um. Uh, uh, a sister to fear mm-hmm. because you get some of those same vibes within your spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the kinship between the two is very familiar. Yeah. Very familiar. Yeah. And if you don't have peace, you don't, you don't have anything because you can't think, you can't yeah. concentrate. Sometimes you can't, you can't move, you can't act, Honey, you can't do nothing yes, sometimes. You can't eat. You. <laughs> It will paralyze you. I'm going to bring this to your remembrance really quickly. You remember when I was at BBC and I first came and I told you I was having a panic attack uh-huh. and I needed to step away? <laughs> I was not at peace. <laughs> and, I, and I keep referencing back to that time because as awful as that time was for me, it taught me some bad, very mm-hmm. valuable things. Lord knows mm-hmm. it taught, taught me so much. Yeah, definitely get the lesson out of it. If you're going to go oh, through yeah, it, I get the lesson, lesson out of it. Don't I got that repeat lesson. it. And you you better believe I will never repeat that again because <laughs> I got the lesson. <laughs> Life has a way of showing up for you even when you don't show up for it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, by Kenya, it was nice chatting with you. 
Well, thank you, Kimberly. I enjoyed the conversation. I hope you all have enjoyed the conversation. And we look forward to Kenya being on the other side of the mic next time and interviewing another one of our illustrious women and more shows to come in the future. All righty. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye-bye.